Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Hello and welcome to to the 297th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. As I start to fumble over my words. All good. Fumble but we're just like going to stick did, with it. Uh... Fumbled like he did some of the plays in the NFL season. Let's go. I didn't even watch the Colts game. I was watching the uh, oh. I was watching the Eagles game. I need to I need to watch some um, some of the highlights of that Colts yeah. one because I saw they were up seventeen fourteen and then I mm-hmm. saw that they lost. I was, that's that's disappointing. Hope Definitely. I was hope, I was hope, I was hoping your boy uh, Philip Rivers would uh with his what was it, nine children now. Yep. Eight? Nine? I was hoping that the power of his nine children would, would just course through his veins and, and lead us to... Uh, course uh, through something. Six... <laughs> Yikes. Too soon. Uh, so, um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, I was still witnessed a loss on the Eagles' end, so that was to the Washington football team. I thought they were going to get a name. What is this? Uh, not in time. Are you really an Eagles fan? No, 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 no. So why My, are you watching uh, Eagles games? Uh, my uh, father-in-law was well. Lena's stepdad uh, was here, and uh, we were watching it. You know the so Eagles are going why. nowhere fast. Well, you know it's uh, it was still it was still an interesting one to see because they had a 17-0 lead, and they scored zero points in the second half and lost like handedly to yep, to the Washington profe- it, to the Washington professional football team. It's not how you start; it's how you finish. No, yeah, yeah. I so it, what happened was I was watching the Formula One race beforehand, and then yes, you were. so then like they were watching the Formula One race with me. So then after that, you know, I didn't have control over what game we were gonna watch. I they just spent like three and a half hours watching watching a race that got that stopped like twice in the same race, and like you know. I, I think it's cool or exciting to see a race get stopped because it doesn't happen very often. There are all these crashes happening. And for them, it's like, well, this is boring. Like, like nothing's happening. We're just sitting here watching people sitting in their cars. Just like there's Lewis Hamilton drinking some water in the middle of a race. No one cares. So, yeah. But, uh, well, yeah, what did you do today? So we went to a wedding. Uh, it was a COVID wedding. It was... Oh boy. Yeah, it was a wedding that had originally been planned for July of this year. Okay. Uh, and it was supposed to be in the city. It was going to be at this like beer hall on House Hall. We were really excited because it, we would have taken the subway there. Like That's how easy it would have been. Um, but obviously COVID happened. It got replanned and replanned and replanned. I, I give this, this woman a lot of credit for getting essentially four weddings planned uh during all this time so what we did was we rented a car and we have you ever heard of Zipcar? yep 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 so we we rented a zip car and we've been trying to rent some luxury vehicles just to no, test drive you will just to test drive some some cars in a sense you know you can use zip as a way to test drive cars in a sense and so we rented a mercedes like suv one where like the uh, the grill is real big. Now, while I say this, let me see if I can quickly figure out which Mercedes uh, SUV we ordered or ordered. Jesus, uh, we rented. I want to say I'm pulling it up really quickly. It not was quickly enough. The GLC SUV. 
Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'm getting, I'm getting confirmation. Like. It was a GLC starting <laughs> at 40,700. Um, exhibiting true versatility with its athletic reflexes. Mercedes-Benz oh, okay, GLC SUV echoes a heritage of motorsports. It grips the road, turning torque into traction. Does it? Clinging to corners with sheer agility. Does it really, though? So, let me tell you what happened. Um, <laughs> we walked over to the parking garage on, like, 66th and Central Park West. And it's, like, 8.45 in the morning. And, we're like, hey, we're here to pick up the SUV. And they're, like, great. We'll be right back. We show up. You see that, like, really large. Do you have the picture up in front of you? Yeah, I do. All right. So, you see that really large, super awesome Mercedes medallion in the grill? Yep. That was gone. It looked like somebody had ripped out Iron Man's heart. And so not only that, uh, that's a, major, that's a... major sideswipe uh, scratches on the passenger side. What? How are they renting you this? Exactly. We look Why? at the bumper. How the front this... right bumper chipped. Uh, and no. almost like gravel impact, like gravel, like little like uh, micro dents. It looked like, uh, it almost looked like bad yeah, yeah. acne on like, the back door. Yeah. Um. We go inside. Smells like smoke. We didn't find out later, but like there was a cigarette, uh, like an ashtray with like uh, a a couple of roaches in them. So oh these people God. were like, you know, s- smoking a J in the car. You, this was Enterprise, you said? No, this was Zipcar. Z- oh, Zipcar. That's Zip- what am I talking about? Okay, right. And so it was. It was really frustrating because we were really excited to, uh, to rent this car. And, and drive it to a wedding, like really get a sense of what it was going to be like. I mean, we're not in the market for cars, but it's sort of fun to drive a luxury vehicle. Yeah, and it's like not a wedding. Like a, yeah, and also not to a, and it's not a test drive in a sense. You know, it's not like you oh drive it around the block and bring it back. So no, we're gonna put it through its paces. And you know, you can get city driving feel, you can get highway driving feel. I drove on the way back, but uh, you know, we got to the wedding. It was nice. It was in. Uh, Northern Jersey, I want to say, uh, and it was at a winery. It was at it was a winery called Unionville Winery, and I go, I didn't know our high school had an uh, alternate revenue stream, <laughs> but uh, it was nice. It was very nice. Uh, mask on. Uh, all there wasn't too many seats. Uh, probably about like maybe a quarter of the people had shown up from the original guest list, and okay. all the seats there was like, so there's like a groom side and a bride side. Uh, each row had six chairs and there were two by two by two and there was like space in the middle uh, it was really nice um, everyone was pretty good about wearing masks they also sent out this thing from LabCorp it's called Pixel Pixel by LabCorp they do COVID at home tests and you basically put this little plunger up your nose it's like a Q-tip up your nose uh, you don't have to like poke your brain or anything and then mm. you just get a uh, you get a really quick uh, COVID test. So they take insurance. So I, I know I sent it to you. Yeah, you did. If you ever need to, if you ever need to, to do it for anything, um, you should uh, you should take a look at them because they take insurance, and so that's always a nice option where it's like quote unquote free. Uh, side note: Get your flu shot. All right, don't be one of those people that doesn't get a flu shot yeah, this year. I gotta do mine. Um, like it's the sooner the better, right? Because it's yep. already it's already mid September. Like yeah. it's gonna creep up on you. Yeah, uh, I'll probably be getting mine at work actually because they have like a drive-through. Um, yeah, didn't we say that we were gonna hunt? keep each other like 
Yeah, I never made this. that doctor's appointment, so uh, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I failed yeah. on that end, but yeah. uh, well, I did talk about it briefly with Lena one day. I just never well, made the appointment. <laughs> you should. You should. Um, but uh, so we get there, you know, the short Jewish ceremony. Uh, they both wrote their vows. Oh, the AV was on point. Uh, super clean microphone. You could hear it all the way in the back. Uh, like crisp microphone, no pops, no nothing. Uh, whoever they hired, real props to them. I've been to weddings where the AV just does not work. And so for the entire outdoor ceremony, you just can't hear what's going on. It's really frustrating. That would be super uh, frustrating for a exactly. wedding. So the, like, you know, they were like, oh, how'd you, how'd you like our speeches and our vows? And we just lied. We we're like, yeah, it was great. We didn't hear nothing, but it was great. <laughs> uh, you know, you don't want to tell them nothing. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah. We walked over like maybe 50 yards to the other side of the winery they had this large tent on like uh like a brick area uh couple of tables um we sat with people that we knew uh everyone got, took everyone took the covid test everyone was negative we took our masks off we were outdoors the way they worked was they would call certain tables up to grab food and you'd walk over to like a buffet area and the people would serve the food for you. So like not everyone's touching the tongs or whatever. Uh, great food. Uh, no dancing. Uh, so we ate a couple of speeches. You got your photos taken. And it was like a brunch wedding, right? So the thing started at 11, or maybe 11.30. And it was done by 3. And we drove back. It's great because you're not like, you're not staying over. Uh, not a lot of drinking. And then there was dessert at the end. And so, essentially, we're just almost like speeding through everything. There's like a quick brunch, brunch, lunch. Um, there's some drinking, but not like heavy drinking. You can't, there's like no shots or anything. You're basically drinking wine. Uh, or like the cocktails, like the his and her cocktails. Um, yeah, some desserts, some coffee. Get, grab a couple photos, and then we were all out. And so we left at like 3.30. I drove the car on the way back, got a sense for it. Here's the thing. I want to, I want to talk a little bit more about the uh, – I want to talk about the car first. And then I'm going to go back and talk about the uh, how I feel about wedding and COVID and all that stuff right now. Okay. The car <laughs> – The priorities. <laughs> yeah, right. The, uh, the car, power steering. I'm still getting used to power steering. Now, I say that because I drove my dad's 1993 Nissan Quest for, like, a long time. Yeah. Uh, and by a long time, I mean, I, I've put some, some decent miles on it. And that wasn't working no on power. that car. <laughs> yeah, dude, there was no power steering in that. And I got really used to no power steering. And so I like the, like, physical effort it takes to turn a car. I think there's something really nice about it. Uh, on the drive back, there were a couple of moments where you could feel the car gripping the road pretty well. But also, if you were to, like, merge from a highway onto another highway, you know, you, you take a quick exit, you're, you're sort of, like, turning on those roundabouts, and they're like, oh, you should probably take this at 25. And I was taking them at 40. And yeah. because you're an SUV, you start to feel it, like, lean, like, top and to the right if you're turning left. And you're just like, oh, this doesn't feel like it's gripping the road like a, like a sedan would. Or even, like, you know, I think my favorite car from a grippiness has been the Mini Cooper. I've taken mountain roads at like 70 miles an hour, and it just didn't Oof. feel like a thing. It really felt like we were glued to the road. Like no part of you – you know how like sometimes when you turn and you're going pretty fast, you can feel the top end like like sort of like the grippiness of the car like not be there anymore. So you feel like you're going in a different direction than where the car wants to go. Yeah. 
um, none of that in the in the uh, the Mini Cooper. But for the Mercedes uh, GLC, they also have a really weird console unit. So they basically have like this large black circular like flat knob and you're supposed to use that to like go yeah. around and click stuff my dad has it in the his mercedes uh sedan i like the mercedes sedan a lot more than than this version of the suv i will say also that the dirtiness of the suv like is a big turnoff yeah there, there was also potentially something wrong with the blinker relay because it's my understanding that any time a car has a turn signal, there's a clicking noise that the right. car should be giving you. That feels yeah. like an like a safety accessibility issue. Yeah. This car did not have that. Uh-oh. And so you would turn and you just wouldn't hear anything. You could see it and we confirmed that the turn signals <laughs> and the hazards worked. Yeah. But you couldn't hear it like click. And I think there's something really comforting about hearing that clicking sound. Right. You know. Um so there wasn't anything I thought it was like a a setting so i was like going through the the, the owner's manual trying to read about turn signals i was like is this, this is like horrible. a feature you can turn yeah this is absolutely horrible the the what i also don't like is uh modifying the chair like uh position whether it's like on the y-axis of like higher or lower or x-axis closer to the steering wheel or back or the, the tilt of it uh, back and forth or even the headrest it all happened on the door so it almost happened on like that like uh the part right below the uh the flat part facing you but right below the uh the wind uh, the sort of the the, uh, the driver's side window i'm used to like having that shit like down by the seat right so that that felt interesting to me that's also just a personal promising it's not something that i'll like and that's not a hill i'll die on but <laughs> I will say that the power steering made that car drive way easier. It was almost like overly responsive. I don't know if it's, I don't, wouldn't count that necessarily as oversteering. I think that's oversteering is more of like a, something that you do as a driver, but the, the car was okay. I think overall, I'm not sure that I'm like super in love with it. I also would never get like the navigation bit to it. I just think that. No, that's a waste of money. This, this car also didn't have like CarPlay. Uh, which I know you're an Android guy, but CarPlay works for Android and Apple, right? Yeah, yeah, it does. There's a lot of car, a lot of cars. If a lot of cars have both, is really all all it comes down What's, to. What do you mean by both? So the cars will have the functionality. So like uh, we have a 2019 um, CRV, and uh-huh. it has functionality for both Apple Play and and uh, Android Auto. Meaning that by connecting an Apple phone or an iPhone to the car, it brings up the Apple uh, the Apple Play interface on the screen, so which you can use. You know, you can navigate it via your you know touchscreen on the in the car. But I could also plug my phone into that same USB port. So disconnect her phone, plug my phone in, and have Android working completely fine through the touchscreen of the car as well. So the fact that a luxury car like this Mercedes GLC, right. this 40, right. 40, starting at $45,000 car. Right, base, base trim this. 40 grand. Yeah. Base trim. So that was really frustrating. So we basically have like one of those like omnidirectional mounts that you can like pop your phone on to like the car vent. Uh, at 40 grand, the idea is I should be hearing it through the car. You know what I mean? I should be seeing this stuff through the car. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, so overall, you know, uh, the the car was a disappointment. The um, the wedding itself, I felt way more comfortable than I thought I would. I was coming into the wedding uh, as an attendee, like really nervous because I'd essentially be breaking my bubble with like the largest amount of people. But everyone took the test and everyone was negative. And we did really good at like, you know, we made sure that everyone was comfortable taking the mask off. We, we made sure that everyone had taken the test before we took the mask off. And then when we like spoke to other groups, we like left the table at any point. We put our masks on. And so we, we did our best. It was nice that it was outdoors. It was nice that we weren't sitting next to a massive fan. It's nice that we weren't there for a long time. And, you know, it's nice to feel uh, some semblance of normalcy. Uh, I will say, though, that I'm still trying to get out of my own head because I am definitely feeling like I am one of the more conservative people out there. And this isn't virtue signaling anyway. This is just me getting accustomed and used to the world again. Uh, When sort of March and April hit, I think I was... It's almost like I shut down too hard. You know what I mean? Like, it was really hard to get out of my own headspace, to to not feel like COVID was everywhere. I don't think that's uh, living on the same block as a really busy hospital helped at all. You'd hear ambulances all the time. They built a COVID triage center in the middle of the street. Uh, and so I think all those those things hit me pretty hard, particularly. Uh, I know I had some, not anxiety attacks, but there were days where uh, maybe in like April or May that I could just felt like my chest was really tight. And I like, you know, did a teledoc visit and they're like, yeah, dude, you're just, you're suffering. From, I mean, this, the doctor didn't say dude, but the, uh, the assumption was that I was just suffering through anxiety. I was like, yeah, man, I'm like, I'm like stressed out about everything. I'm like trying to work, trying to keep a job and all that stuff. So Carolyn and I are doing a, a, we're attempting to, we'll say, come back into the fold. Uh, The, you know, we're starting to do outdoor dining again. We've done brunch twice in a place that is really spread out, not on busy streets. We've talked about that in previous episodes. We're, starting to see some friends only outdoors we're not you know we're, we're still being pretty selective about who we meet up with and like how smart and you know how careful they are uh you know no part of me wants to like just say i don't want to hang out with my friends that's not the uh position i want to take i just think that you know i have almost overcorrected for covid i think it helped for a long time but you know karen and i have been talking about this fact that you know, it's mid-September and the world is in a very different place than it was in mid-April. And sometimes my brain tricks me into thinking it's still mid-April with like the kinds of precautionary measures that I'm taking. Right. Uh, and so I'm, I'm trying to get out of that headspace. It's not easy, but it's something that we're, we're, we're really starting to put in effort to be like, no, it's okay. It's, you know, we're, we have to understand like what the, uh, what just the world is like. And if, it would be like it would be unrealistic and impractical and frankly unhealthy and unsafe 
to feel like the world was a different place than it was. Like, if I continue to think that New York had, like, 50K deaths or 50K cases, that's that was a different world. And we, and we certainly lived through that. We were really careful, and we still are. But if that's not the case now, if cases are less than 1%, then I think it's smart to, like, change your mental model to reflect that. Because uh, otherwise, you you could become a hermit real quick and, and like an agoraphobe, and that's not the that's not the life that I want. You know, it's just I think we do, were very comfortable being isolated and taking uh, the quarantine sort of head on and just say, you know what, we just moved into this large place. We're staying busy with work. We enjoy each other's company. We're watching a lot of movies, playing a lot of video games, reading a lot, and it felt nice to like almost lean into the introvert side of me. But it, once things open up, you know, there was a part of me that loved to travel. That was, you know, we were dining out frequently. We were taking classes, like uh, fitness classes with friends, and you know, I know my friends are hanging out with each other indoors. They're drinking. They're hanging out, and you know, good on them. You know, good on them for for being able to do that. I just. Uh, it, it, it almost also feels tough to be able to have these conversations because it feels like you're comfortable with certain things. Other people may be comfortable with more things. And, you know, when you try to reconcile those differences, the idea is not to virtue signal anyway. No part of me is like, well, I don't think you guys should be doing it. It's more of I would like to be doing that. I just am not in a place to do it. But then right. you feel I've, I've certainly received guilt from my friends who will respond by saying yeah we should be more careful it's like no i we're 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 all grown adults it's we're we're way too deep in this into this to tell me you should be doing something more you either you are or you aren't and it's not me to tell you how to live your life it's just you decide what your risk profile is and for a long time people's risk profiles just didn't match up with mine and it is what it is yeah and so we're tr- we're trying to come 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 back out of all yeah this. no i hear you um i saw i saw a post the other day from from uh someone i don't i can't remember if it was their original thought or if it was something that they had shared but nevertheless it uh it was sharing the sentiment of how a lot of the world had had uh you know and and we even in the u.s we adjust our lifestyle to try to beat covid to try to get the cases down to zero to to basically eradicate it from the country whether that was a realistic goal or not um we never achieved that and so in america we here have kind of just become accustomed to dealing with life like covid has and 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 precautions against covid have become a new normal for us but doing things like outdoor brunch socially distant uh distance visits with one another masked masked up wherever we go like we figured out a way to deal with it to a point that i guess has become just kind of um you know acceptable the whatever whatever our infections rate are um we we found a way to make things just kind of acceptable and you know i i don't i don't mean to say that to be a knock on people in general because i mean how else are people supposed to live how 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 are people expected to live um you know, when you got to work, when you got to, like, it, it, this has been a long time. I mean, if, if we were all to be continuing to, to quarantine, like, to be to be quarantining to the effect that you have been, to the effect that many that many people have been, like, that is over six months now, which is nuts. <laughs> it's just nuts. Over six months. 
a lot of people don't have the luxury of being able to work from home like us um, or just like the sanity to like like you said to lean into your introvert introverted side like that's kind of how i've been able to you know to continue to be able to you know continue being happy or smile each day you know getting a little bit of time to play video games and whatever it might be um and uh not everybody has that a lot of people need that time outside too which of course i think you you are certainly experiencing i've experienced quite a bit yeah so um i feel you and i are comfortable say if like we had the quarantine like all right god forbid there's a there's a second wave or there's a twin demic with the flu and covid right right god forbid that happens but if it does you and i what are we gonna do play duty like are we forced (laughs) to play duty you know what i mean are we forced to play video games together it's like oh cry me cry me a river like you and i are well suited i say to to take advantage of at least that aspect no i'm not saying it's not tough on like the other aspects of our life uh but at least with this to be like it's not like you and i are a hundred percent dependent on in-person interaction i mean how many times in our entire friend like real friendship post-college have we spent in the same room with each other yeah it's a good question (laughs) right that's not that much yeah yeah but it feels like I get to speak to my best friend like every day. Right. And so even if we're like talking a little bit on some days, a lot on other days, it, it doesn't feel. I mean, I think you and I are well, uh, we are uniquely positioned to take this head on with very little turbulence when it comes to maintaining our relationship. Now, I'm only just speaking in the context of maintaining our relationship. It doesn't feel like COVID was a real uh roadblock to that in any way yeah right like we're either we're chatting on slack we're chatting here chatting on the mic while playing doesn't really feel like anything that really has changed yeah that is true that's a really good point i think but like i said it's a very unique thing because most people aren't accustomed to that i know like a lot of my friends are they're playing a ton in uh they're playing a ton of like video games right now, and they play way more than me. I've got friends that have skipped out on work, skipped out on work meetings to play during the day. I've got <laughs> friends that'll play from like you know from like they'll do lunch drops, they'll do twelve yeah. to two, twelve to three. You know, that's a long lunch, dude. That's a long ass. That's lunch. a long ass lunch. You and I have also done that. Like we we did that. We'll say super early in our career right playing till 2 a.m yeah going well, to bed that was, that was you I was, I was my grad school career but you know what i mean like yeah no i do we 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 burned it from both ends early yes absolutely. now granted you can't do that anymore and i can't do that anymore we just we have two different, different points in our lives we're two different points in our lives we also have different responsibilities that just prevent us from yeah. doing that but i think you and i whenever we get those like semi-long sessions we we we, we, we are appreciative Right. Uh, for for what they are, <laughs> although the next um, morning is always pretty tough. It's always really tough, <laughs> uh, and so you know, I'm always really jealous when my friends get to say like, you know, oh, we're dropping, and like, you know, I I'll see the, I'll see the the noon call for a drop. I'll see the three o'clock call for a drop. I'll see the five o'clock call for a drop. I'll see the seven, the the eight thirty and nine, and things are just busy, you know, and and. And, you know, people are like, "Oh, I know you don't want to play with us anymore." It goes well. There's a, there's a couple of reasons for that. There's the I can't play because I'm working, 
you know, if you if you had my workload, you wouldn't be on. There's also the, you know, I keep hearing all these, like, they'll send all these screenshots, like, oh, we won again. Here's my six kills, and oh, I can't wait to run with you again, because you see the new and improved me, and then whenever I run with you guys, I never see that person. And it is frustrating, because unfortunately... I think I my expectations are really high when I'm jumping into a squad with people who have played way more than I have. So my understanding, and this is you know, going down a rabbit hole, but my understanding is you should be winning your gunfights because you've been having infinitely more gunfights than I have. So why is it that I'm usually the one that's like last life? It's probably because you your gunfights, while they've been had a lot more gunfights in, in Warzone than you, You've had infinitely more gunfights over the course of your your duty career, yeah. dating yeah. back to like what COD two that you were playing. I mean, even if we just think about the ones that, are, that have been on like the three sixty and the Xbox yeah. One. I mean, I that's have like ten duties that you've been, that we've been playing. Let me see if I can name all the duties that I've played. I have played Call of Duty. So we're not even talking about Medal of Honor, right? Because okay. I think the yeah. first 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 game I ever played was Medal of Honor Allied Assault. Uh, but I played Call of Duty one. I played Call of Duty United Defensive. Uh, that's the expansion. Uh, that was UO. I played Call of Duty Big Red 1 on Xbox. I played Call of Duty 2. I played Call of Duty 3. I played Call of Duty 4. I played Call of Duty World at War. I've played Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops, Modern Warfare 3, Black Ops 2, Black Ops 3, Advanced Warfare uh we didn't play black ops 4 right i played about and two hours of it total but i, I, so but I don't you think did I not put, you did not i know you didn't touch I it I, you also we neither of us played infinite warfare when neither of us played infinite warfare we played advanced warfare there was also ghosts we played a oh, lot yeah, of ghosts. ghosts we played a decent we played a amount lot, of ghosts we played a decent amount of ghosts um and we played this game yeah what is that like? It's uh, just about every single one. I mean, I'm looking at the so list. Uh, it's kind of hard to Let me try it again. Say. Let me try it again. All right. So help me keep count. Okay. Call of Duty 1. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty United Offensive. Now, those two, uh, Call of Duty 1, I played on Club Penguin servers. That's how old I am. I don't even know what that is. Uh, I feel like I've heard of this before, but yeah, it was just like a 24-hour server on like certain maps like Carantan, which is like a or a or Breakhorn Manor, or uh, there's like some uh, that were like super popular. They only had that one map, and you could do like 32v32, just like wild stuff. But especially um, for so, back in the all day. Right, all right, so let's, let's let's start over. So Call of Duty One, okay, United Defensive, and I Call of Duty Big Red One, uh, Call of Duty Two, Call of Duty Three. I'm sure there's some other games in there that I did not play, but don't tell me. Well, what what am I at right now? Four, five, I five. Oh, I, I count. I counted United Offensive. So all right. So yeah, which is fine. It was a it was an expansion, but it's yeah. I mean, so that's five, right? Right. Uh, let's see. So did I say Call of Duty three? Yes. All right. So that's five. Then Call of Duty four. Call of Duty. Uh, World at War. Yeah. Uh. Call of Duty. F- uh. Four. Was that Modern Warfare, right? Yeah, uh, that's the original Call of Duty Four. I'm already losing uh, track. Let me let me tell you something. I lost track because of the numbers of the Call of Duties. They're so con- it gets super confusing. I think I've I played got, ten. I, got, I, got I think I've honestly played ten. It's all right. So let me just that. all right, all right. You just all right. all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna just type it on my computer. 
All right, just every time I say a title, yeah, just hit a hit a yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so Call of Duty. Yeah. United Defensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Red One. Uh, Call of Duty Two. Call of Duty Three. Call of Duty Four. World at War. Uh, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare One. Oh yeah, yeah, Modern Warfare Two. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Black Modern Ops. Warfare Three. Black Ops. All right, so Black Ops and then Modern Warfare Three. Uh huh. Black Ops Two. Um, can I Ghosts. jump to so Ghost is next? Yeah. Uh, and then is then it Black, Black Ops two? I think it. I we think have Black it Ops was, three. Uh, I think it's Black Ops three. There's also Advanced Warfare. All right, so so, so count both of those. Yeah, those so we're at fourteen. I'm at fourteen. Yeah, and then uh, Advanced Warfare. Skip to Infinite Warfare. Skip then Infinite you, Warfare. Then we played World uh, World War Two. World oh World War Two. Yeah. Skipped Black Ops Four. Yeah. Played Modern Warfare. Yeah. Uh, How many duties know, is that? Sixteen. Whereas I play sixteen <laughs> Call of Duties. My man, 16. that's not even bla- that's not even Battlefield. Yeah. I've been playing Battlefield since nineteen forty two. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's I played nuts. Battlefield nineteen forty two. I didn't play Battlefield twenty one fifty or twenty one sixty. We've played Battlefield One. We played Battlefield uh three. You remember how crazy Battlefield Three was when that came out? Yeah. Where like they had like, not only the crazy, crazy um single mission trailer, but the tech trailer that they showed? Yeah. Oh my god. So maybe you're right. Maybe it's just like, yeah, you've played more hours of Warzone, but I have had infinitely more gunfights yeah. across many worlds. I mean, you go back to some of those because, like, the ground war games that you and I used to play, the you know nine v nine ground war, yeah. where there were games where the two of us, or even individually, could turn the tides of a match. Oh yeah, and I mean, I have, I have fights that you were getting to those. I have recordings yeah, of us way back. Uh, joining games late, down twenty, with like three minutes left, and winning yeah. the game. Right. And it was just so. like you and I, it was just, uh, we understood. And that's like why I really appreciate playing with you. I, this is uh, a love letter to Reza Part 4. Uh, <laughs> just this idea that when we play things, even if you don't have a lot of time in Warzone or or whatever, I sort of know what you're doing. I know what your goal is. I know what your role is. I know your general level of capability in taking on fights. I know what kind of style you like to play. You and I also don't play the similar style in like a lot of Call of Duties. You play run and gun. I play a little bit more distance. And sometimes we like switch that up a little bit if we're like going after different challenges. But and especially that's yeah. uh, very true for Battlefield where the roles are a little bit more. Oh, there's like a more overlap in that. Right. Uh, but the... Yeah, just like even when you and I don't do well in, let's say, a war zone drop where we're out pretty early, I still trust that you can hold up your end of the bargain. And if you couldn't hold up your end of the bargain, you probably couldn't hold up that. Like you, you probably didn't have a high probability of winning the gunfight, even though the weighting of the probability is already much better. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, and so, it does. Yeah. And so uh I, lo- I love my friends they're they're great and it's 
it, it can be tough sometimes when, like, I remember I was recently dropping Quarian and getting seven kills because I single-handedly took almost took down two squads hunting me. And then, I mean, on the mic, I hear two people yelling because they're trying to fight one person. And I'm like, hey, can we just quiet down the mic? They go, no, we're fighting someone. Like, it's 2v1, man. <laughs> what are you guys doing up there? I'm not here. Sh-. And like uh, one Nikki T, uh, who you've played with recently, uh, or not recently, like briefly, he just kept saying, wow, 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 another one, another one. And so this is me venting, but you know, I love playing with them. I wish I could play with them more, but I know that you and I have had instances where we've played with them and... I mean, you you get it. You sort of understand like the the relative sort of thing of what we're bringing. Uh, but all I'm saying is, I just wish we could play more. Is all. But you know, life gets in the way. Right. Yeah. I feel it like does. Jeff Goldblum in uh, in Jurassic Park, where life finds a way. So like, yeah, life <laughs> finds a way to just get in your way. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Anyways. Oh man. That's all I have. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I don't have anything else to add. All right, we'll, let's get we'll out of here. Go ahead and call it here. All cool. right. Well, I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See you guys next week. <laughs>